Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. What is shaking, Logan? Football season again. I mean, I know we talk about this all the time, but it's been like every weekend we're enjoying football season. UK's been okay to start. I mean, we'll start having some real tests coming up now that SEC play is starting. So what's your thoughts? I have a very, very important question for you. Mm -hmm. Are you a Deion Sanders guy or are you not? I like him. Do you know one of the reasons, in my opinion, he's so popular right now? Why? I don't know. (laughs) Because he's my generation. You have to understand, Mm. when I was a kid, he was the man. When he was talking trash and doing... And he backed it up. But I mean, he he is a Gen X superstar. Give me my theme music! If the advertising marketing world would understand the power of Gen X. Do you know Stranger Things? Remember Stranger Things? Yeah. The thing that just, like, abs... Do you know, in my opinion, why that did so well? Because it... Gen X. Yeah, there you go. It was our... Everything. Sound, references, pop culture, music. Everything was Gen X. Everything. This guy is... He is basically a synopsis of the athletic time period that is Gen X. That's also why when you meet a Gen Xer and you hear somebody bring up the LeBron MJ discussion. Mm. I would say debate. It's not even a debate. It's a discussion. It's a humorous one at that. We don't have, like, it's not even close. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. (laughs) Welcome back to Tropics Weekly. I'm joined by owner, player, coach, Jackie Moon. So anyways, I say that to say this past weekend, it's the 20th when we're cutting this, I watched the Colorado-Colorado State game. Now, admittedly, I got through the first half, and I mean, I couldn't keep my eyeballs open, and I was so discouraged because I wanted to watch it. I knew they were losing, Colorado was losing, and I was like, oh, I just know they're going to come back. I mean, I just, I knew it, I and mean, you got The Rock there. Did you see him on Game Time? Or I did, game day? I did see it, yeah. Awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You got The Rock. You got all these other people. You got uh, Dwayne Wade tweeting, like, never watched a football game in the car before. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so I, I, I'm falling asleep, and I'm like, okay, I'm so mad. And then I remembered I can record it. What? <gasps> like, of course I can. Like, YouTube TV, bam, hit record. I go to bed. I have a great night's sleep. I wake up before the house is up. Mm-hmm. I don't even check my phone. <laughs> I don't want down. I don't want any I don't want any disturbance, no. any yeah. distraction. I go downstairs, I brew a pot of coffee, I sit on the couch and I watch the end of the game. It gets to the second overtime. My wife wakes up and I hear her at the top of the stairs and I go, "Honey, don't say a word." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, what are you talking?" I was like, "The game, Colorado, Colorado State," because I know she's been on her phone. She she's knows. Ar- she knows she's already story. scrolled yeah. the world. She knows the game. She knows all that stuff already. I mean, it's the first thing she does. So she's like, "Oh, okay," and I and I I was like, "Well, I know they're gonna win." Like I just I knew yeah. it. I mean, by the second overtime, I'm like, "They yeah. got this. Yeah. They're gonna win." And anyways, it was awesome. Now. I also finished, for those sports fans out there, so, I mean, we're talking sports fans here, I also finished 
QB1 season four or five under the lights, the one that didn't get picked up on Netflix but got picked up on Tubi. Okay. Okay. And what's fascinating about that show, it follows three quarterbacks. It follows uh, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and Deuce Hogan, Mm -hmm. friend of the show. However, in the championship game, Deuce Hogan's high school championship game, they played a school in Dallas called Trinity Christian. You know who the quarterback, well, you know who the coach was? Dion. Coach Prime. You know who the quarterback was? His son. Shandor. Do you know what they did after every touchdown? What? They went for a two-point conversion. Every single one. Every single one. Wow. And when the game started and they needed the two-point conversion in the second half, or in the, sorry, the second overtime, because that's the rule, they have to go, I go, they got it. Yeah, it's like done. He's done, he, he, he has no, he's done this. Yeah. I watched him five years ago, or three years ago, he's got this. That's pretty cool. It was cool. It was awesome. Ah, oh, it was great football weekend. I am jazzed for football weekend this weekend. Oh, I yeah. love football this football year. Football is awesome. <laughs> football is awesome this year. Holy cow. I never used to be this into it, Well, you, ever. you start, like, you really started to, like, research the actual Love game inside of the game kind of yeah. thing, right? Oh. Like you, you're getting into all the plays and well, all Well, not only that, well. but the business dynamics. Yeah. I mean, following these contracts and, and these guys that are, you know, re-signing these deals. Well, and, I think it's really interesting in the college game, too. Now you have the transfer portal. You have NIL. Uh, it makes a whole different dynamic to it as well. It, it And is, the finance side of it, that kind yeah, of... It is neat. You know. It is really neat. It's neat... Being connected, you know, good friend Will, you know, connected with him, watching him, communicating with him as he goes through these ups and downs and challenges, um, you know, un- knowing some agents in the business, some other players in the game. I mean, it it's, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And UK, it's not half that bad either, half bad either yeah. 3-0, and starting out strong. It's great. All right, let's get to a question. Because we got Willie in Minnesota. Willie, what do you got? D-I-Y. Hi guys, love the podcast. Uh, this is Willie from Minnesota. I was wondering uh, about how you guys manage credit cards. Um, I've pretty much kept it at a zero balance, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk about paying your bills on the credit card, but just making sure that the money gets paid off every month, um, and that helps make the credit look really good. Uh, I'm pretty uh, debt-averse. Um, so it's intriguing to me, but also something that I wouldn't normally do. Um, I'm also wondering how that would affect credit in that then there would be a balance, um, but it would be paid off at the end of the month. So I don't know if that would reflect as an actual balance on the card, um, on your credit report. Thanks guys. Keep up the great work. Love the show. Okay, Willie, I'm going to provide a as much value as I can on this, but like you, I'm not a big credit card guy. In fact, I've over my career have gone, I've flirted with the points game a little bit. Like I remember uh, with the help of Daniel getting like a, a Southwest companion pass when you got a couple of credit cards and blah, blah, blah. And it was good and I was happy to get it, but I remember the hoops of having to jump through and that was difficult. Uh, at the end of the day, what what my family does now, we have an American Express uh, tied to a Marriott Rewards point, and we stay for our travel, uh, primarily our team travel for our kids and their swimming. We are primarily at Marriott's almost once a month, and therefore we rack up pretty good points on the American Express. I pay it off every month. I have 
had American Express since I was in college. The reason I got an American Express, I'm very happy I did, is you had to pay it off. So I could carry a balance on that now, but I don't. I pay it off every month. I use the Marriott Bonvoy points. Uh, I, I, you know, I put them towards hotels and trips and all sorts of things. The only hack that I know that I know works well for quote building credit. I'm assuming I have great credit score. I don't know. My credit's frozen. I've, I froze it on purpose. I, I don't even look at it. I don't need to get a loan. I mean, I'm very fortunate in that. I know that's not everybody, and Logan's going to talk a little bit more to be educated. But I, but I will say the only hack I know is that it's, it's about uh, credit used versus available credit. That, that's a big influencer on your credit score. And so one of the ways to build credit quickly and easily is to have a credit card that you're using and paying off so you're establishing that you're a good uh, credit card user and you're a loyal you know, payer and on time and that sort of thing, and then calling the company and saying, can you increase my credit limit? And so when you run the ratio of what you're using versus what you have – the wider that gap, the more it impacts on the positive side your credit score. So that's the only real hack I know if you're like trying to get a better credit score and then use that to get a better rate on a loan, etc. Other than that, I have tried to play. I'm always intrigued by the points game. These people that fly all over the country and they're in first class and they didn't pay anything. And, all, and I'm always like envious of this. Uh, but sometimes I just suck it up and buy a first-class ticket and deal with it. What say you, Logan? I think there's a lot of ways to go with this. What you're mentioning, I want to address first. That is one of the biggest components. Obviously, number one biggest component to building credit is making your payments on time. So not having any late payments or missing a payment on a credit card is number one. We always recommend paying off the credit card completely at the month whenever you have your statement balance, making sure you fully pay that off. Number two is what you're talking about, is that difference between the amount of credit that you have available and the amount of credit that you use. Rule of thumb. My hero is my thumb. It has its own room in my mittens. Do not use over 30% of your available credit usage. So if you have a $10,000 credit limit on your credit card, I would not recommend using over $3,000 on that credit card. That is is just some of the back-end math that goes into how they're calculating your credit scores and utilizing that is beneficial. But you do want to go in. You can even call your bank after a few months of using a credit card and say, hey, can I get my my uh, available credit limit raised? And they can do that. Actually, the Chase app now allows you to go in there and update your income over time, and then you can have that increase the amount of credit limit that you have. What we do in our family, and I can just speak to that, we don't chase points too much, but when I was first trying to figure out what credit card do I want to use, we it comes back to what we talk about on the show all the time. It comes back to goals. So if we're going to use credit cards for things and then utilize the points to do something, I want to make sure I'm getting the best bang for my buck on what credit card I'm doing based on my goals that I have. So Quint, we're a lot like you. We like to travel. We don't take any extraordinary trips right now, but we like to travel. We like to do experiences. So when evaluating that, 
I used a, a website that's very popular. It's called The Points Guy. He talks about credit cards, kind of breaks them down, puts a little bit more information about what each credit card does and how to evaluate them. And I looked through that to see what is the best deal for what my goal was of traveling. And what I found was not only did it also use the bank I currently used, but the Chase Sapphire card was the best card, got the highest percentage of points in the most 5X or something like that on travel for me wanting to travel with my wife and utilize that card for that purpose. So, for instance, we got a bonus whenever we booked our honeymoon. That was right when I opened the credit card. I got a bonus of 75,000 points or something like that. We used those points recently to take a trip down to Florida, visit some family, and go to Universal Studios for a day. We used all points for it. So our goal was to use it for travel. There's cards out there for a little bit of everything. If you love staying in a hotel and you do it all the time, maybe you get something like Quint has that's tied to Marriott. If you are flying all the time, maybe you get a Southwest card. If you spend every single dollar at one store, maybe you get a store credit card. And I know we don't normally recommend store credit cards, but if you spend every dollar there, maybe it's a good idea to get a Sam's credit card or something like that. So it depends on your goals and what you want to use credit card points for. Dave Ramsey always comes out and says, hey, don't use credit cards at all, period. I think there's some wiggle room there. I don't think you have to be as strict with that. I know every month I'm going to pay my rent. So every month I go in, I put it on the credit card. I get $1,200 points for putting that on there. And I pay it off each month. Like I know I'm going to have that bill. So I use the credit card for it. And I know I'm going to pay it off each month. You can use credit cards in a smart way. Make sure they're designed for what your goals are. And I wouldn't have like 10 credit cards. Keep it simple. Keep it down to a, a specific number that's really targeting those goals. You know what I never do? What? Store cards. I don't. I don't do the store cards at you all. You know why? I. It's personal experience. I have done them in the past. It, it was harder to cancel than a Columbia Records subscription. And you have no I idea have no what, I'm clue what you're about. talking about. Many out there do. Gen Xers <laughs> unite. You can't like it's virtually impossible. Yeah, it's so hard. And then the bill, they do this. It's like, oh, you spent $140 and and then they, t- well, you only owe 40 on this card. And, and, and they split it up in this weird way. I'm like, whoa. And yeah. finally, it was like a Kohl's card. I'll never forget this. And I went into the place and I was like so mad. And I was like, I want this thing canceled. <laughs> yeah. Like, cancel this. Oh, yeah. you have to call. And I'm like, no, I have called. They told me to come in. I'm in cancel like i was i want manager i want your manager's manager yeah okay finally got it canceled it was brutal but i i just and and when a when a person um uh asks me and i like this it's a young person typically you know oh can i interest you in a, a store credit card today and save 10 percent? i'm like no i don't use credit cards now i know i just i i do i do yeah. i use an amex yeah and i get bonvoy points or Marriott points so it's kind of a fib 
But I'm like, no, nah, I don't use. I hate credit cards. Or I say something, and they look at me and they're like, seriously? I was like, yeah, I hate, I hate them. I yeah, hate I using credit. Like, I I'm, get asked all the time, and the people are shocked when I say no. But but you could save twenty five percent today. Like, no. I did it one time, and just like you, Macy's. I needed to get a suit. And they were like, oh, yeah, you get 20% off. And I was a poor college kid, so I was like, absolutely. Give it to Let me. Let me have it. And then, like, two years later, I went on to, like, the Macy's website or whatever and found that I still had that card open. And I was, like, terrified. I was like, holy crap, I had this card open. I didn't even realize I had this card. balance on it? No, luckily I had paid it off, like, immediately. But knowing that I basically didn't even know where that card was, I was like, cancel this. And it took me two hours to cancel it and call 57 people in order to get it done. So... I don't go the store card route. I think people really have to focus and narrow down on one or two cards that they use, and they have a design purpose for what they're using. And then remember that 30% rule. I so like that. So don't go above that 30% credit utilization. That's good. Um, I don't have anything else to add. That was excellent. Hopefully you found some value in that. Willie, thanks so much for the question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card, no strings attached. You're probably asking yourselves... Can my timeshare condo turn into a profit? What kind of cash flow can I realize from my investment? The answer might astonish you. For over 10 years, investors... Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.